Hey, what's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business. It's Thursday, noon, central time. That means it's time for Cars on the Dispatching Live. Mic check, one, two, three. So we're going to look at the load boards. We have a special guest today, actually, David Ray Jr. We're going to look at, are there too many apps? This is actually, I know, we know we need technology to help solve problems, but has it, has it, is it headed in the right direction? Is your technology working for you? What isn't working for you that actually is in the news today as far as maybe it's the human beings in the technology. We just need the technology to do its thing. I don't know. That can't be right either. So let's do this. Please do help me wish a very warm welcome. She's my co-host on Thursdays. And uh, Sue, can you see us and hear us okay? Yes, I can. How you doing, Jay? Oh, how you doing? Well, I'm good. Um, good. We, I think you and Beautiful I both. Weather. You, well, I, well, yeah. Actually, the new the uh, weather's in the news. I'll start it off this way because I know like some people are like, man, just get to it. I gotta go. I gotta load. I gotta run. <laughs> right. Um, right. Well, you and I both have pretty interesting stories today, which is is normal. Yes, we have a lot. Yeah, we do. Um, I think they're a little different than normal, but really relevant yeah. and, and interesting. So we're going to jump into that. But before we do that, you know what we have to do. I, I'm sorry to. Yep. Uh, read it. Ah, dang it. <laughs> do All it. Right. Here we go. Okay, we have to read the woke waiver. Please be aware that in compliance with DEI, the views and analysis provided on Dispatching Live relate to the auto transport industry as a whole and may not relate directly to ATI Auto Business, Auto Transport Intel, any affiliates, advertisers, or audience members. All viewers and participants of this content expressly waive any rights during this live program, whether in voice, chat, comment, video, or audio, and have been advised and encouraged not to say or express any opinion that may relate directly to ATI, Auto Business, Auto Transport Intel, any affiliates, advertisers, audience members, or any other company or individual and should not feel they have the right to do so. So if you're going to, here, here, here's just in, in short order, if you're going to bag on a company, uh, please state it as news. We're not going to say company names. You can. You can put it in the live chat. The live chat is is the last bastion of freedom is the live chat. But we are not here to cause a legal issue. We are here to report the news and remain objective. Fight. Okay, ready? Okay. Um, so, having said that, if you start to feel a little queasy, you run to the waste paper basket, or you just puke in your truck. It's the dispatching live effect. I know there's less and less truth out there in media. So we're here to try to help. We're going to report the truth. The truth hurts. Here we go. Uh, oh, by the way, that's right. We are out of transport community media since 2017. Sorry to remind you about that. Just feel like we have to do that more and more. That means we've been doing it for six years. And we're not even the first. We're just the, maybe the, I don't know. Uh, we cover the ecosystem. That's what it is, Jay. You guys do new cars, used cars, auctions, dealers, shippers, services, brokers. We don't ship cars. 
We leverage information. We're here for the entire ecosystem on behalf of nonpartisan news. All right. And we are the ecosystem's only true neutral zone. We're not owned by any one company. There are people that misunderstand what we're doing here. And we're glad you're here to help us clear up the confusion. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, hey, I want to give a shout out to Charles Lemons. Uh, he made another awesome video. And I'm going to share the link. If you want to watch Charles' new video, I know it's on YouTube, and I grabbed the, uh, I grabbed, you know what I did? I grabbed the LinkedIn link. Let's go check out his YouTube channel. One of the th reasons I also want to point this out is that I said I've been doing this six years, and I've been trying to get, I've been trying to collaborate with truck driver YouTubers for about five years. And you'd think it'd be easy. I, I have no idea why I've invited so many driver YouTubers on this channel to talk. And they don't do it. Um, but Charles is, he's in the, uh, he's in the ATI community. Shout out Charles. So go to Bro Bravo, Brova. Go to Brova Chaw's Lemons. And what I'm not doing is, I'm not playing the videos because when I play videos and there's any audio or soundtrack, the YouTube gets mad. And so anyways, but I, I recommend go up here. These are really helpful videos. Four tips to help improve business security checkpoint. He's really stepped it up and, and he's, and he's trying to help educate. So shout out to Charles. It's awesome. And if you are a driver YouTuber, um, and we either have talked, haven't talked, won't talk, don't talk. Let's talk. Or not. It's cool, man. This is auto transport. You can do whatever you want. And, and we do do whatever we want. It's auto transport. What's going on with the hurricane right now? Do we know? Do you know? Um, transport auto well, is by far the Hold on. I just had an <laughs> advertising malfunction. Um, Hurricane Adalia, take it away. I'm sorry. Well, as far as I know, I think it's passed through there. I've, I've got family that live in Tampa, um, and he said he slept through it, so that was good. Um, oh, good. <laughs> I know they had the roads closed down and stuff like that. They weren't letting anybody out. Um, not It wasn't yesterday. I think it was the day before. Uh, Tuesday. So... And then they've had lots of blow rockage from, I mean, blockage because of, you know, the damage and stuff like that. Um, I just saw a bunch of pictures from somewhere on there of damages. I think it was on uh, Yahoo um, showing how bad it was. So I, my family was okay. So I'm not really sure about anybody else. I'm sure they were just lucky. So I just had an idea, you That's know, like, you know how the weatherman stands in the storm surge and it's like, <laughs> and he's like I can barely breathe. You, we need the car hauler. Right? <laughs> yes. I mean, loading right now blows. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of our car haulers lives in um, Davenport and he went and loaded on Monday, but he has oh. a place to stash them all because I was like, man. Just so you know, something happens to these cars, they're going to hold you responsible. Oh, well, man. he had a garage that so he took them all to. Um, and then I think he's loading out to leave today to go wherever he was originally planning on going. And then we're shooting them straight back. 
So mm. I hey, really Jay. haven't heard if it's bad yet. Well, here we go. Hey, hello, live chat. What are you guys doing? Um, let's start at the top. Ty was in here first. He loves Sue. Uh, oh, hi. Steph. Hey. And Ty's going to be on in a little bit with David. Um, and Stefan family says hello. Stefan family, what's going on? Eyes and ears and nose and toes. What is this, the Wiggles? Se anybody remember that? Seven Seas Transport. Hey, everybody. Seven Seas Transport. Rob Stevenson is here. Super Mac, what's going on? Justin, National Car Shipping. So cool. Thank you guys for saying hello and watching. It's awesome. Car Joe, a car shipper, says howdy. Now, now TC Spate. Hey, how do you get your first driver as a dispatcher? That is such a good question. Um, let's go to that in a second. I just want to finish the live chat. Uh, Charles is here. What's up, Charles? Shout out. Great videos. Auto transport, everything you need to know. What's going on? And Seven Seas gives the weather report. Last remnants of the hurricane in North Carolina. So it's just drizzling. So it is. And this I, Now, I screen capped this like Tuesday. And here it is. 1 p.m. Thursday. And that's about right. Look at that. It's just a drizzle in North Carolina. It's going to go out to the ocean. Uh, things are going to move out to the east. Um, it's just going to be kind of a rain coming down over the Atlantic. And the cool air is going to fizzle and drizzle. So thanks so much. Um, imagine the college parties at FSU in Tallahassee for the hurricane. <laughs> That's such a good point. <laughs> it <laughs> is true. <laughs> I'm in the hurricane, drinking a hurricane. I can barely. I live in Florida. No deaths reported so far. Damage is minimal considering the scale yeah. of the storm. Yeah, it looked like it was pretty big. TC Spade watches Charles. There you go. See? Yeah, these are great videos. DDD says hello, Jay and Sue. Sue, will you do it a favor? Will you take it away? How do you get your first driver as a dispatcher? Um, well, it's been a long time, Jay. But <laughs> um, when I hire new dispatchers, I usually, if you know, if they're wanting to go out and try to build up their own clientele, I usually tell them to go. First off, you need to make cards. I don't even make regular business cards. I make like the three by five cards. So you can put a lot of information on there. Um, anyways, I always recommend they go to the Mannheims, the Odessa's where Coparts, IA's where people are going to be sitting at that need dispatchers. Um, I used to, in the very beginning, advertise on central dispatch for that. I don't know if I'd even tell you to do that anymore. Um, I think definitely oh, yeah. going and talking to someone in person is always going to be your best thing to do. But here's the thing. You've got to know what you're saying. You got to know what you're doing. You got to be trustworthy. You can't walk up to something and go, ah, 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 you know what I mean? <laughs> you got to be able to do it. Um, because this is a business where they have to be able to trust you because you don't want a driver that says, okay, call me every time before you book a load. That's the thing I hate the most. If you don't trust me enough to book you, then I probably don't want to work with oh you. Oh my God. I so, totally agree with that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, and this exactly. is where you have to have your red flags. But before you get to yes. the red flags, Okay, yeah. so I'm going to chime in here, too, is that you used to be able to do this on Central, find drivers, right. advertise. That doesn't work right. anymore. And if you text no. drivers, you just piss them off. Don't do it. Oh, I God, think the, yeah. I think the only real way to do this, one of the only real ways, because there's always another way, uh, is that maybe, okay, where where can you find drivers? 
And the answer could be what? The auction, right? Yes, auctions, Mannheim's, page out of Ty's playbook, right? Go to the auction, go to the gate, go where drivers are. Absolutely. And And then on top of it, then you got to think about it. You get one driver and then you tell that driver when he's out and about, hand him out your cards. Yes. And when he goes to gas stations, stuff like that, then he hands you off to the next person. That's really kind of how I built up my company is by that. Um, But like I said, you really got, you can't just be green and not know what you're talking about. That's the, and that's how you come off in a text. Mm -hmm. These text messages, even if you are, well, number one, if you send any text or email, and I'm, I'm sorry about this, you need to, you can't have any grammar mistakes. Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) And I, again, I'm sorry. Not everybody's an English major. I do have a minor. It doesn't matter. But you know what? Go use Grammarly. Go you. But you can't have mistakes when you send a text with an advertisement. No. It's gone. Right. One typo. It's over. Yep. I agree. That's the world we live in. Yes. And even if you have the perfect text, I'll tell you, I was working with, like, I had a company on a Tuesday night. And I, and then, like, one week I got an email every day from them about how great their stuff is. I've heard nothing, uh-huh. and then email, 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 email. Like, go away. Right? Right. So you got to be, yeah. you have to really be savvy about the way you way. you do, they call it drip marketing. You got to be really savvy. Watch yeah. YouTube videos and think about well, I mean, and your you know, approach. Yes. And I've been doing this for 20 years. I still have the same thing where they are like, well, I only want to do this or I want to do that. And and you also have to set yourself up standards, too, of who you're willing to deal with to keep that in mind. Don't just – I know everybody wants to get out oh, there no. and you, get rolling. We'll do your but... taxes. We'll do your payroll. We call everybody. We, <laughs> right? We only charge yes, 3% also... for the world. <laughs> yes. And then also, you know, do some background checks on, not like physically, but like if they said they've been with another dispatch company and they didn't like them and blah, 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 blah. Okay. Here's the first clue with that. Go check that other dispatch company and ask them why, if they'll answer you, most of them will, why that they're no longer with there. It's usually because they didn't ever get paid. That's a big thing. So that's one of the things you never want to do. Never let them get into you for more than a week. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Don't be Absolutely. the nist. And well, and here at BGA, so now you get into this. This is gets into this no. minutiae we're talking about. Do you charge for setting up new companies with a broker, Sue? The answer no. is no. 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 You I want do not. to? That's part of what we do. But that's I know, part of. But I know. You know. And I've thought about this yeah, a lot. We've talked about it before because I've set up with. I've set companies up with everybody and then they fired me a month later after I've got them all set up. We've talked about it. I've talked about like giving, making them pay us a deposit so they wouldn't do anything like that. But I also, I just, I don't work like that. I know how hard it is for these guys to make money. Um, and it's rough. So I just have a hard time doing that. And that's why I said, talk to these people. Don't just take whoever really get to know them. See if you click too, because that makes that's a huge thing right there. You got to be able to click with this person. You're going to be talking and texting to them uh, all day, the every day, part. at least five days a week. And this is where and, language barriers are rough. Yep. Right. Oh Absolutely. my gosh. Or if you can yeah. barely hear them, I've had that. I've mm-hmm. had a driver where I can't. I mean, I'm like, yeah. are you near the phone? <laughs> right. You right? sound like you're How? in a cave. Where <laughs> are you? 
what is this yeah no i mean you're not it's not gonna you're not gonna be able to do it or you think well we'll just communicate through text i've yeah. never had that work either no, no that only works that you know time that only that works is if they can't speak english or something well that i know but they I've but i've tried i have tried that i'm a pretty patient yeah. guy it, that's hard I mean, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's hard to. It it's because really the problem is it's not about my patience. It's about time and reality. I don't. We don't have time to go through all right. the back and forth and right. And this gets into I got I've got to approve every load. Well, we don't have time, dude. Right. We don't have that time. Well, I and, mean, I, and here's the other thing. As far as the opposite, you know, as a dispatcher, you should be able to talk clearly with the brokers, not piss anybody off. Um, which tends to happen sometimes if you don't know how to talk to somebody. And, I mean, it's bad enough sometimes. So you know why I don't like to work with drivers that are not owners is because they don't care, whereas an owner who's a driver does. They care about their business. They are going to go into a dealership and act appropriately, dress appropriately, right? But then you have the yes. drivers who work for somebody, yes. and, oh, man, they don't Care. Well, just do whatever they want. Say so, and they as want, the dispatcher, it, you you'd like to think anybody who's pissed off, if you're doing business, keep your piss to yourself. Right. You have right. to. You have to Don't hide tell that them. piss. This is yeah. Right. And, so, and here's my number one thing they yeah. do. They tell the customer that their car is a piece of shit. That is the number one thing. And you oh know, I don't God. care if it's the totally. part. That's Who their cares? business. Exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh, that's funny. You're totally They get right. so upset and I'm just like, why would you say that? Because they're like, this is how I feed my family. I'm like, I totally get it. I am so sorry. You know, they shouldn't be talking to you like that. Wow. And we eat a lot of crow well, for well, drivers that are not owners. You boy, know what I mean? Oh boy, so crow eating dispatch. Like that should up. be the name of the company. Yeah, there we go. Amen. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> so we, I know we didn't answer the question, but what we did is we gave you some ideas of where'd you get that idea? Yes. Because this is yeah. the thing about dispatching is, is it, is it highly lucrative? It, well, you have to have multiple drivers and here's the thing. Oh, just, I, since yeah. they've now they have changed this, question. this, well, yeah. <laughs> well, we all know that they've changed the rules that to be a dispatcher, you're going to have to have a broker bond, right? That's what they're saying. Um, in fact, we ran into this with, which we're going to talk about here in a little bit, too, uh, about a broker. Um, but you have to have that now, so you can't just be out there all willy-nilly doing whatever you want. So just keep that in mind, or you have to work for only one company. So you, and honestly, what I always tell you, if for you to make the money which that you Which we still need, don't or, know. And I don't know what your bills are. Right? We're, we're right. still not clear if that's actually the deal. Right, true, true. I'm, I don't know. It's on the FMCSA, but who well, knows? Anyways, uh, yeah. but here, here's the thing. Allegedly. It depends on what your bills are, you know, what your overhead is, if you have employees. So you have to figure out how many drivers you need to have to keep yourself going. And then you also have to figure out sometimes those drivers are going to break down. Sometimes oh, those God. drivers are going to take off on vacation. That's why you have you know? to have more than one driver. Yes, yes. You one of them is always going to be off the road. Is, yeah. Yeah, oh absolutely. Yeah, I always tell you. That's have, because man, that's why. That's how we know. I'm sorry, I'm jumping in. That's how we know it's the brokers that have set up this law mm -hmm. to take down the dispatchers. There, I yes. said. Yep. Yep. But um, you have to think of it in terms of how much you need to have and what 
you know, what could happen down the road. What if I would say have four to five drivers, but that's an experienced dispatcher. You have, I mean, that's yes, a, four a to five. That's the number. Up. That's seven yeah, is not the number. Seven is too no, many. No, seven is not the number. Too many. Uh, I mean, it may have been back in the day. I used to have seven to ten by myself, but that's when wow. loads were like really? boom, boom, boom. You're wow. good going. You know what I mean? That's oh yeah, incredible. I did. I've done but, seven. Um, I was not happy. No, I, was very I, I didn't say I was happy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I was happy. For sure. Get out of here. It's funny. But, you know, keep in mind, you're right. There's always one driver that's broke down out of that five Always. I mean, and always. 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 Yes. Or, they're or on at the casino. Or okay, Jay. <laughs> yeah, True whatever. story. True yeah, story. So, and also, it's not just even that. You need to have... Good drivers. Yeah, I mean, good drivers that you have good communication with that tell you what's going on so you can cover their butt if something happens instead of having it happen after the fact. And then you look like an idiot going, I didn't know this even went down. I just found out, you know, yeah, like yeah. not picking up a car or, you know, something like that. Um, so it, it takes a while to get good four or five drivers that you trust. They trust you. Yeah. How long do you I mean, think that took? Sometimes. A year or two years? years. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does take yeah. a long time. Which is yeah. where, like, yeah, picking up a driver and forming a solid business relationship, shoot, man. Yeah. That's hard. It, it is. It's, I mean, yeah, that it is. is. And it's that like, takes a I lot mean, if you think time. of it, it's like any other business. You have to work it. And it's not yeah. just you getting the loads. I mean, four or five drivers, you're just, you're not right. even just getting the loads well, and verifying the loads. You're also doing their accounting, too. And sometimes you're their therapist and their mom. Well, definitely. That's else, not even a sometimes. You, know? you can count on it. <laughs> BGA yeah. mentions dispatchers can still exist if they're not allocating loads to drivers in the same region, not handling their money. See, the thing is, it comes down to the money, see. which again, we know, see, yeah. oh, God. We don't Sue. handle the money. I know. Yeah. It, and, yeah. and nobody, the brokers don't care. Never have. I'm being really mean here about the brokers. I'm no. sorry. I, I'm no. actually thinking of a broker yeah. association. You know who I'm thinking of. I'm thinking well, of a guy yeah, and I'm thinking of an association. He freaking hates dispatchers. I don't know why. Yeah. And I don't know yeah, how dispatchers there, are affecting. I don't know what the problem is. Yeah. It is well, a there, seething that, hate. Yeah, and they'll be even sometimes put on the load if your dispatcher don't Allegedly. call for the load. Yeah, but, but dispatchers uh, don't handle money, and if they right do, now, they that, are brokers, yeah. and that is illegal, which we all agree on. Oh yeah, I'm so tired of this. Oh yeah, I mean, <laughs> dispatchers do not handle money. They don't do, they do that. Not. Yeah, we they just get paid are by rep. carriers. Yes. It's so We're irritating. Just rep to get the loads. Yeah. I mean, I am begging the FMCSA to watch any part of this show ever. You would now know. And I thought I read language that they understood. You know, yeah, I don't know. I, I got to move on. I The, the dispatch, I'm, I don't even, <laughs> you know what's crazy? I don't even have a dog in this fight. I'm not a dispatcher. <laughs> what do I care? You're right. <laughs> I don't know what you used to be. Well, I know. And, that's what, and I know what dispatching is. Yeah. And it, yes. not only is it a thankless job like being a, a custodian, right? Right. Right. You're mopping up the floors and being called illegal. Goodness. Right. Golly. Sounds like America. All right. Hey, <laughs> did you get the memo? Um, We did vehicle recovery roundtable Tuesday night. We had a lot of repo agents on ATI. That's right. Repo agents talking to transportation business owners on a Tuesday night on ATI because this is where we build bridges, no matter how frustrated I get. 
Uh, Joint Repossession Association memo on transporter access. I've talked about this. I mean, I really am going to... I know it's a snooze fest. Hang on. Stay with me. Here's what you need to know. This is going to shock you. It is the opinion of associations in repossession. We're talking legal ramification. That transport companies have to sign a site entry agreement before entering any repo lot to pick up a car mm -hmm. and have a certificate of insurance with the repo and, lot yeah. listed as the insured uh -huh. and maybe additionally insured before picking up any repo car. And that's crazy. Like, we have time for that. Okay. Like they have time for that. And I'm telling you, I told them Tuesday night live that this is going to seem crazy to a lot of auto transport businesses. And they stated why they need this. And this is a serious problem. Because if every repo car that you book and pick up, not only do you need an appointment, but you need to get a certificate of insurance with the repossession agency listed. You need to get it to them. And you need to sign a site entry agreement and get that to them. All of that needs to happen before you pick up the car. Not to mention verify it still has an axle. Find out if there's a key. Accommodate the two hours that are open that week. Which, by the way, most of what I just said is actually possibly true. Absolutely. Okay. If they even answer the phone or the email to schedule the appointment. And, and here's the thing. My repo friends watching, I mean, I, listen, I'm right down the middle. I'm stating how transportation views this, but on, on behalf of the repo agency, they need the insurance protection. That's why they need this. Because you've got, you've got that random bang hang that's wiping out on their lot, causing insurance claims, and they aren't covered because they don't have the certificate, the entry agreement, and he runs off. And disappears and goes out of business. That guy exists. Cocaine Bear went to the repo lot. <laughs> All right? And destroyed everything. And they're liable. Because Cocaine Bear didn't have... See, and here's the thing. I know. it. What do we do? If this is real... I told him, I said, no repo car is ever going to get picked up again. I know. Because here's the problem. I know. And I looked at the rates. I think I have it here. Okay. Yeah. Now the rates are coming up. They're Look at six hundred bucks for a repo from Kentucky to North Carolina, which is over two bucks a mile. But here's the problem: if you gotta read, like what is? Let's read this together. Sue, you're seeing uh -huh. this for the first time. Will you read this? Sure, I see them all the time on here. <laughs> call to verify. If in op, call ready. Carrier must use EBOL. Call pickup. 24, I can't read that part. Um, and then DRF's paid. Vehicle inoperable due to not drivable issue. RDN ready. It has keys. It is not drivable. Um, access to clear data booking can proceed for these. VINs transport ready, ready, ready. Blah, blah, blah. Inop with key. Shipper requires this must be picked up on this date to this date. Okay. So, By the way, I captured this yesterday. I, oh, I'm sorry. I captured this Tuesday, which was the 29th. Yeah. And it still said, and I've said this before, nobody gives a crap, but I've said, no. if it still says you got to pick it up five days a freaking go and deliver it by today, the day I'm seeing it, 
Can you get that updated? Is it, does anybody have a technology with a freaking calendar in it? Uh, no, I don't think so. God! <laughs> it says this stuff all the time. <laughs> it doesn't matter, because it doesn't matter anymore. But you just said, see, you just said the key phrase, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so that's yeah. what I said. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Exactly. I can't read it all. And I don't even understand. You know what? And you, how many times was something repeated, taken away? I sound so crazy, but... Well, <laughs> well no, you're Jeez. right. They just say it over and over again. And half time, yeah. none of it's even true, by the way. Most of the time, it doesn't have a well, key. Well, clearly, there's... And like I said, that's if you can find out any of this stuff. And like everybody said, it's usually a two-hour window, maybe twice a week. You know, I, when I see this and I go onto the board and I see this, I immediately get right back out. Not doing it. Sorry. Bye-bye. My biggest complaint would be that if you're going to list this on Central Dispatch, which is this is where these are at, put on there some of this information. Put on there this is repo lot so that, I hate to say it like this, so you don't even bother. Because most, right. I'm not going to go. Right, because then My I went to, aren't gonna go. I, I went to the next load because that's what we do. We're like, uh, I don't know. Uh, then Pass. here's this one. Here's an, exactly. Pass. Here's an in-op pro master. Alabama to Georgia. And I inherit my eyes are drawn to this. Wait a minute. That was a month ago. Yeah. No, pass. I don't I don't want to know anything after that. If it's been there a month, no. Yeah. How many transporters have passed? It should yeah. say additional info. Four thousand transporters have tried to pick this up. <laughs> <laughs> right? That you know what sucks about that? They won't tell you that even. Oh, I they know. Call get that load, and then you See, find out all this stuff. Okay. Like, well, we've already had four thousand people try to come pick this up. And that's yeah. right. And I will yeah, say this: and I'm this is this one's going to sting a bit. But one of the reasons I created this channel was because I was so freaking tired of the crap that I would read in the dispatch notes that I thought there's no way this makes sense to the average person. And it right. won't stop. The crap gets longer. And, by the way, I called the company and said, I, I, so I'm sure I was unglued one day. Big shocker. And I said, you know, I can't read all the crap in your dispatch notes. I don't know what we're supposed to do here. The driver has tried to pick this up. Can you update the notes with better information crap? What? Yeah. What'd they do? They took the load back and didn't change a dang thing. Typical. Oh, it is. Like, like, like say, say, for example, I took this load and I found out there is no key. I can tell them that when I cancel, but guess what? It never gets changed. That's right. Says. They don't put, they don't update. And here's no, what, th no this is the maddening part. The company's posting this stuff. They know this stuff. Their clients don't know because they don't tell anybody the really, really bad news. That in the back of the room where they're trying to make sausage, there's sausage all over the walls. And there's nobody even there. That's why I made a channel. Uh, anybody having this same problem? Auctions verifying cars. Okay, we're, we're actually, we've eaten a lot of time. Welcome to Auto Transport. Oh my gosh. Hey, all right, guys. Uh, David, Ty, hang on another five or ten minutes. we got a couple pieces of news, and then we'll be ready to bring you in. I just want to say, because this is auto transport, you can do whatever you want, gets proven every week. Here, I'm going to prove it. You think, yes. you think I'm not right? Here we go. Shiplux revolutionizes car shipping with a new booking app. I am reading 
actual press release news. When is this from? August 25th, 2023. Shiplux, a leading auto transport and logistics firm, proud to announce the launch of its groundbreaking booking application. Since its establishment in 2018, Shiplux has been working to revolutionize the logistics space. Are you telling me no one's ever done that? A new booking app revolutionizing car shipping. You can literally do whatever you want. And on that note, it's time to point this out. Oh, there's Ty with too many driver apps. Uh, Hey, a company recently launched the first of its kind video podcast offering a dedicated conversation for the auto transport industry. You mean recently launched? Are you freaking kidding me? The first of its kind video podcast. You've never heard of ATI or all the drivers sitting in their trucks making videos or all the other auto transport companies with YouTube videos on LinkedIn, on social media. But you recently launched the first of its kind video podcast offering a dedicated conversation for the auto. Brother. There, I finally said it. Because somebody was like, Jay, are you going to say anything? I just did. Moving on. Hey, so we're definitely having some problems with who will not pay us and doesn't even have the proper broker bond to tell us we had to contact the broker himself. Okay, Sue. Let her rip. What is going on? (laughs) So there's a broker out there. um, Been around for a little while anyways. And we've worked for him several times. A couple years I think he's been on here. Um, And... Never had any problems before with getting paid. Now he's not paying people. And if you look at his ratings, he comes up with reasons not to pay people. He's come up with reasons not to pay us. Apparently, yesterday Jen was talking, finally got a hold of him. Now, keep in mind, we haven't been paid since March on this one. And his um, bond company is telling us that we have to go through with the FMCSA to get paid. That's not the way it works. Um, And he told us because me, Murphy Auto is the dispatch company that we double brokered the load and he doesn't have to pay us. I am nowhere in there is that double brokering. We literally put it on the truck that he gave it through, which he, he used super dispatch to give us the load by the way. And so he knows that he dispatched it to that actual company. That company used the bills of lading that we use on super dispatch. There is no excuse for it other than the fact that I think either he's having money problems or whatever's going on. But there's a lot of things happening that he's got negatives for not paying people. Yeah, these are you sent and he's rude, nasty, and yeah. These are where actual, did you get these? Yeah, are these on these Super are Dispatch? All from super Dispatch, yes. These yeah. are actual carrier non-payment refuse to pay after a court order from a uh-huh. judge. That's I love yeah. that one. And then he answers you. He says, you and he says, you were paid. Learn how to use an app. Or well, now here's what's in. He said, wait a minute. Hold on. Let's dissect. Yeah. He said, you were paid. Learn how to use an app and you would get paid on time. Ah, mm-hmm. so we paid you after the court. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, service was performed. I like this one. This is a nice nitpicky one. The service was performed. Mm-hmm. Cars were delivered. Customer was satisfied. Now the broker's refusing to pay. I've lived this one. We did it. It's delivered. The customer's fine. What's the problem? And he says, well, but you didn't take the pictures. 
Karen says, you didn't take the pictures. You were warned via text that the pictures were supposed to be taken as the vehicles were en route and you failed to take the pictures on drop-off. Even now you want paid with no proof of pictures. Right. <laughs> Jeez, Karen. Holy cow. Karen's Trucking LLC. Yeah. Um, we're just going to start yeah. calling him Karen. No payment, called multiple times, no answer. Which is a pretty yeah. nice, that's pretty yeah. nice feedback. I called forever, yeah. I fell over and died, didn't get paid. <laughs> um, my driver was 20. I like this one's interesting too. Now here's, this is Karen in full bloom. Mm-hmm. Okay, my driver was 20 minutes from a location, broker canceled. That's the comment. Karen says, in all caps, <laughs> driver was two hours out at 1 p.m. At 4 p.m., he was 32 miles away. Called the owner because dispatcher turned the phone off. At 7 p.m., he gave me the driver's number. He said he would call me upon arrival. Called at 9 p.m. Driver could not make it until was there with gay pass in the order. Now, I'm not saying, I can't tell who's telling. I honestly can't right. tell. Right. But these are really different stories. Yeah, I agree. I don't know. And with the other, the problem is, as the evidence mounts, it's hard to tell what Karen's talking about. So here's you right. in the live chat trying to get some help because Karen isn't cutting it. Right. And you got told the broker bond was provided to you. And we can't, well, there's not much. I, I think ultimately, I'm just sharing this because at the end of the day, there's nothing we can do either. Right. Right. You booked the load on this load board. The broker is screwing you, and there's nothing we can do. Is that right? Well, and that basically, and here's okay. the thing, that the broker info was not correct either. The broker bond info. I'm going to move on It was from not that. even the correct broker bond info. Yeah. So that. And we're not, listen, we're not trying yeah. to whack anybody directly, although it might seem no. that way. This goes on every day, and we have said that we yes. are the neutral zone. We're not owned by any one company. Do not end up on Dispatching Live, okay? If you do, <laughs> right. if you do what you say you're going to do, you will not end up in our news. I would love if our news segment was dead every week. Please help us. Let's see. Jen found... I think four or six companies just last week alone that was on CD that were not even active had already had their MC authority pulled or their insurance pulled, and yet they were still on there doing loads. Oh, of course. Oh, my so, gosh. And if you say that. anything about them doing it, my gosh. I mean, you'll be cut off forever. Yeah. You'll yeah. never work in this town again. Right. Um, I want to tell this story. This is crazy. I think someone told her that on Facebook. Even. No, I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. You'll never work. Um, yeah. Okay. So this, what is this, Jay? This is Burke, Virginia to Los Angeles, California. Now, a customer, a car shipper, went on Google and typed in, I need my car shipped, whatever they typed. And it doesn't matter what you typed. It's all the same results, pretty much. And uh, they got quoted a rate. And then they somehow found me and said, hey, can you, can you find me a better rate or whatever? And I said, well, you should call Murphy Auto Transport. And um, so they did. They talked to you, texted you, I don't know, got a quote. You gave them a quote. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you. this is 2,600 miles, by the way. Okay? One, mm -hmm. It's right there. 
okay? 2,600 miles. You gave him a quote, and I believe it was around 1250. Yeah, which is, that's like pretty that. good. That's yeah. pretty good. It's a Ford Fiesta run and drive residence to residence. Right. And uh, this guy may come on the show in the future, may or may not. It's not required. I'm telling the story either way. And uh, he's a student or whatever, so not lots of money. Right? I get it. Right. And that's what he said. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, but 1250s too much, can't do it. Goes back on Google, talks to a broker, and a broker says we could do it for 785 or 885. Let's call it 900. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, that's, that's as much as I can do, but I'll do it. Signs a contract. The contract states that once they get the driver, once the vehicle gets picked up, credit card will be charged 100 bucks. The rest will be due to the driver's COD. But in fine print, or maybe in bold, it doesn't matter, you can't cancel within five days of the pickup. Otherwise, you, that's a $200 cancellation fee. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just need the car picked up. You don't think about that part when you're, right? This right. is 30 days away. You're like five days. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Or I don't know. I, I don't know. I haven't read that contract. Right. Um, anyway, so what happens? Uh, here comes the day of the pickup. Gets a phone call or a text. Sorry, driver canceled. We can get another driver, but it'll be a lot more. Yep. Guy comes unglued, contacts me. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. what am I going to do? Yeah. They're telling me it's 1200 maybe 1900 I got on the phone with the guy. I said, okay, listen. Well, how much is it right now? They're saying they have a driver right now. How much are they saying? He said 1200 Okay, so that's, or maybe it was 1100 Let's say it's 1100 1,000 COD to the driver, 100 to the credit card. I said a thousand bucks to the driver for 2,600 miles. Get your calculators, everybody. That's not. I don't think that's enough money. No. That's 38 cents a mile. Ford Fiesta. I said, listen. I told him if it's a nine car hauler, maybe. If it's a nine yeah. car hauler, and they got an empty spot, I could see it. They and yeah. look. If you look at Burke, because then I'm I'm going. You know, I'm I'm like I'm talking like you know an auto transport dispatcher. It's outside of Metro DC. If it's easy to pick up and it's going to LA, yeah, I could see this. This could work out. But I'm telling you, I said this is the best rate you're gonna get. Well, it's still too much. I want 900. I said 900 isn't. It's gone. I don't even know if 900 900 was ever real. No. I don't, you're right. So, okay, so he's upset, can't, can't get past it. Um, we get his friend on the phone, and we call the broker. There's now four of us on the phone. The broker, actually, the lady we got on the phone was very nice. Not the owner, works there, probably won't work there in 1.72 years. Because she has a conscience. <laughs> And she's trying yeah. to explain that there's a cancellation and that we lost the driver and now we have this driver and this is the rate. And if we lose this driver, it could be more. We're going into the holiday. She's really doing the best she can to hold it together. And the guys, the student's friend says, what, what, were, what, were, the, what, was the, what were the chances you were actually going to get it moved for the rate on the contract? And she oh. actually says it. She says, ah... Uh, 
and he throws out options. What is it? One in five? One in ten? One in twenty? She said, "Oh, probably one in 20. Huh? <laughs> he says, "Okay, wait a minute. So there's a five percent chance that the contract the customer is signing is actually going to happen with the terms signed in the contract." She says, "Yes." Wow. He said, "Wait, okay, wait a second. So you're failing ninety-five percent of your customers." <laughs> she didn't say anything and i felt really bad for her i'm like whoa this is heavy yeah. man your honor yeah because you <laughs> like, know she didn't do it but you know. oh my god and she's just gonna get canned if the more it's it, yeah. the more honest she is the higher probability that she's in a 95 percent probability of getting canned after this call because yeah. she's not lying right uh, right, anyways, right. there was no resolution. I don't know if the car got picked up. I, we let her go. I thanked her. I, I talked to him. I said, listen, 1100 is the best deal you're going to get. If you can find the money, you should, but the driver, and it's now six o'clock. We're on the phone. It's six o'clock Eastern time. At the, and I'm like, the, the driver's probably going to be gone here any moment. So if yeah. you can get it for 1100, I'm telling you, get this thing picked up. Pay the driver a thousand COD, a hundred to your credit card, yeah. and move on with your life. Yeah, I mean, because you think of it, what speeding tickets, oil changes, fender benders, what? I mean, there's a million things in life that happen, and you get dinged for eighty bucks or one twenty bucks, right? This is your right. car. You're taking across country. I said, do you need your car? Can you ride the bus every day? And the friend is like, can you drive your car? And everything was a like, no, 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 can't do it. And I thought, man, this is really now. This is. And I said, I'm telling you right now, every day this is happening. And there it is. Joe Carshipper. That's a normal day for a broker. This is literally happening, what, every every 120 minutes or whatever. I mean, it's it's wild. Yeah. Yeah. Because I get the calls, too. And then if I <sighs> price it what I think it's going to be priced, they go on to the next person. Cheap does not mean good. Let's put it that way. <laughs> that's, oh, my God. That's crazy. That's exactly what the friend told the student. He literally said, cheap is not good. Okay. That's why I, I think I, when I sent him the email back, right. I said, cheap does not mean, I mean your car's going to arrive there yeah, in one piece. Cheap, dude. man. And people Google cheap car shipping, and it is just, mm -hmm. man, like, what? You're looking for, like, a broken car with a couch through it. <laughs> Um, so, uh, David Ray Jr. posted on LinkedIn about excessive number of driver apps. Cause I mean, the, the, the number of things we can talk about each week, that's why this is an hour and a half show. There's so much stuff. So do me a favor, stick around because right after this, we're going to bring in David and Ty. We're going to talk about apps. We're going to switch it up. I'm going to take some, oh man, I'm so glad I had my ELD punch with me again today. Do me a favor, stick around because we'll be right back. After, where is it at? This. Are you completely stressed out from all the calls and the contracts and the verifications of loads where nobody ever answers the phone? Call Murphy Auto Dispatch Services today. Murphy Auto Dispatch Services has over 15 years in the transport industry. We are your office while you are on the road. We book, we verify, and we bill out your loads for you. We have an excellent accounting staff and an even better dispatch team. Give us a call today at 417-273-0021. Or if you want to email me, it's murphyautotransport31 at yahoo.com. Give us a call today. 
So you need help staying loaded or moving a car. That's the voice of Sue. She is a fully licensed broker, my co-host, on Dispatching Live on Thursdays. And if, you, if you're looking for a realistic price to get your car moved or a dispatch service that wants to help you stay loaded, contact murphyautotransportservices.com. I'll put the link in the live chat. Now, here we go. Before we go any further, this is cool. We have uh, Ty and David with us. We're going to go into technology and apps. We're going to switch it up, give Jay a break from uh, being such a hothead. Here we go. You can see me. You can hear me, guys. Loud and clear. Okay. Ty, you're on courtesy mute, but you're good. We see you. David, we see you and hear you. And all right. Um, who wants to kick off why we're here doing a segment with David? David should. All right. David, take it away. Yeah, Please say hello sure. and tell us why we're here. Yeah. So I think it was a week or two ago where I posted that uh, on LinkedIn. And basically what I was observing uh, after talking to owner operators and working on, you know, custom transportation management solutions, I started to realize there's this this conflict where, you know, brokers and marketplaces want to, you know, build the next, you know, we'll call it shiny object. Um, and they want to drive traffic and they want to drive all of the loads to their platform which is great, you know, and you can let that play out. But the problem it creates on the other side is that if you're a driver, I noticed that the drivers I spoke with, they would have somewhere between seven to 10 apps on their phone. Um, and so you can imagine that's kind of an overwhelming feeling if you're, you know, you got three, three, let's say you have five cars in the back of your trailer and each, and you're using two or three different apps in some cases, pen and paper as well. Um, and so you're making phone calls, you're updating the apps, and it just creates a lot of confusion. Um, and so a real world example of this, I was talking to uh, um, a colleague in the industry and basically we were saying the confusion for the drivers, I get to pick up point A and I think it's on app X, but it's really on app Y, but because I've already left, I can't update it because of geofencing and it just creates a lot of issues. And so. Uh, to me, it was just a, a post about getting the conversation started and see, you know, what, what are what what are potential solutions? I think there's a lot of opportunity to to improve in this space, and I think there are a lot of technology companies that are that are working hard to solve these kinds of problems. Uh, and so, for me, it was just kind of getting the conversation started, and, and here we are. Um, the question then gets asked, David. Now, do you work in software? What's your background on this? Yeah, so I worked for a shipper uh, in, the, in the industry about three or four years ago. And since then, I've been doing consulting um, for <clears throat> transportation companies, building out custom transportation solutions, whether that's, you know, like an e-commerce site, um, a custom vendor portal or a client portal, uh, driver apps. I worked on my own project uh, last year that was a calculator for drivers. So kind of had experience across multiple layers of the, the supply chain, working with shippers, brokers, uh, carriers, and independent dispatchers. So um, to me, I'm just more of a, a, I call myself a supply chain technologist. And this is just a very loud problem that I'm curious to, to, to solve. All right. Sounds pretty good. So um, now what? You've identified a problem. Do you, I mean, are you proposing a solution or what do you think we need to do? So I think for me, there's there's just a conflict and I, I, I haven't really 
resolved in my mind whether or not this is a there's a potential solution for this so in the example um let's say there's you know 50 different mobile apps like this new shiplux app that comes to market what differentiates that from central or super or any of the other players in the marketplace if we know that it's the same drivers on the road right so to me it, it doesn't it's not congruent like if it's the same drivers using different technologies what makes one platform better if it's the same driver you know performing the same service and so i think there's this idea that we're going to get more consistent or more reliable service by going through one platform uh and i'm just not convinced quite honestly because it's you know like i said these guys are platform hopping maybe one day they're on central maybe one day they're on you know montway and you have no you have no idea sue what do you want to add because i know you've got to be thinking something well you know i hate all the extra apps i think it should just be one i mean originally when super dispatch came out the metro had agreed to let us use their app cars arrive had agreed to let us use their app and of course that all changed as they have their own apps and you know everybody always thinks their app is better than the next person's the next person's i don't know how it will ever come together because of that right there they all think their app is better than the others and it's not always just about the app it's also about them tracking the driver and that's their Ooh, we lost you, but you were talking. You, you were just talking about, yeah, yeah. You were talking about driver tracking, which is interesting because, and then I also sent a message to Skip Cavanaugh. He posted on. Sorry. Oh, wait, she's here. Can you hear us, Sue? Yeah, I don't know Why? if you heard anything I said or not. <laughs> now go back, rewind thirty seconds if you would. Okay, so I was saying that that you know all of them have their own apps, and it's you know they all think their app is better than the other app, right? Um, the biggest thing is for the app, I think, is for them to track the drivers. That's their main concern. And uh, we've talked about that a lot of times. Why should they be able to find out what time they take a bathroom break? You know, that kind of thing. Um, or whatever they may be doing. Which is, is like, <laughs> but, is there not middle ground between a customer wanting to know what state their car is in and knowing where mm -hmm. the driver is going to the bathroom? Is there nothing in between? Right. Right. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know if there is. I mean, there should be. But, like I said, they all think theirs is better than the other, and we have to use a different one for every major company out there instead of just one that everybody likes and agrees to. And, you know, I don't know if that'll ever happen. See, that's I, where I say just, nobody yeah. cares what everybody likes. No. It's not, about, it's not about that. Whoever has the no. contract dictates the technology. Yeah. That's the way it works. Yeah. I'm curious to know, Sue, how many, how, how much of your work happens outside of these apps? So, like, let's say you're fulfilling an order, or you're working on a, a load, and you're using a particular app. How much of your time is spent on the phone, email, or text, even though these technologies exist? Um, for, I mean, to get a load... Do you mean kind of thing? I mean, we're always calling, texting. I mean, my phone goes dead halfway through the day because it's a nonstop thing. Um, now, for the drivers, I mean, let's be honest. Not all drivers are going to use every app that they want us to use. So I make sure that they all use Super Dispatch no matter what. So 
a lot of them will refuse to use the other apps. I know that you have Metro that uh, every time you get a load from them, it says you must use this app. Guess how many of my drivers actually use that app? It'd be one out of 15. Um, I mean, eventually they're going to, you know, as, uh, as well as I do, they're all going to break it down and say, you either use this or you're not going to get paid. It's going to come down to that just because they want to track. Uh, candy. Candy. That's what the main concern is. Tracking. Candy hit it. You're right. Tracking no, and data. Candy hit it. Data. Right? The reason why the yeah. company with a contract wants you to use their technology is data, tracking, and other branding, etc. So we know that. We know that that's what's happening. I mean, so it's not about, hey, I like this app. Well, and they well, whatever. That's fine. Neat. Thanks for telling us. Right. 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 I mean, and, and, and here's the thing. And we all know that not every app is created equally. We also know that a lot of the apps out there for the major companies don't even work half the time. So I have to, if they require it, we'll say, for example, United Road. I make them use both apps. I make them use Super Dispatch, and I make them use the United Road app. Because do you know how many times I've had information lost on the United Road app? And they said we never picked up or delivered. Same thing with Ready Auto. Same thing with yeah. Cars Arrive. Right. It all happens this way. So it sucks for them because I make them do two apps sometimes. Right. Which is, I mean, that's crazy. David, what do you think of that? I mean, it's it's kind of a, another example of the same problem we're seeing. I mean, ultimately, it, it causes updates to get missed or data to slip through the cracks. That's important. Um, one of the things, I think you were mentioning Skip's post a minute ago, Jay. Um, one of the, the comments that I left earlier was that I noticed it, when it comes to invoicing, it also becomes frustrating when you have, you know, BOLs and different documents in different places. Uh, it can be difficult for, for some folks to get paid uh, in an accurate and timely manner. So, um, you know, we think about invoicing claims, all those, all those problems arise, and it's just because information is in so many different places. Yeah. I agree. Skip Kavanaugh's in the live chat. The real reason is they are all worried about who owns the data. Keeps coming back to the data. Yeah, I'd be Beach. curious to see what, I mean, yeah. I guess it just depends if, if you're, what data are you really getting? I mean, it, yes, you want to know, like you want to know that your order is going through the milestones. You know, it's on route to pick up, it's picked up, it's in transit, it's delivered, you know, Outside of that, I, maybe there's something that, you know, these players are tracking that, that I'm not thinking about, but it's, you know, it, I don't imagine it to be the most consistent data set because you don't know who else these guys are moving for. Like a trip from L.A. to New York might be a certain amount of time, but that could be because the guy's, you know, only using, you know, only moving that load, that car. Um, right. We don't know what it looks like on a different route. So I, I don't know how helpful yeah. some of the data is. This is, I want to go to the, this is, okay, live chat, thank you. So, here we go. Skip Kavanaugh says, nine car loads, six different apps. Joe Akarshiver says, mm -hmm. one point would be let capitalism work. Auto transport is in a transformational stage at the current moment. Skip, one pick, six drops, crazy. Joe, eventually the market will decide and one will become the default. Skip, pricing. You know, we are, this is kind of cool, if you look at it, Rather than rather than measuring the level of frustration, 
we're in this moment where we are actually seeing it has to change. Something has to change. And we're so just we're just witnesses to the moment. Because it cannot stay yeah. this way. And I, I wanted to find yeah. um uh Eric Schwartz had posted on on LinkedIn talking about how Central is working on their product and that they're gonna grow and they're uh, that's all we know. And I put it in the live chat. What happens if Central releases an app? Wow. That right? is interesting, isn't it? I've always wondered that. I, where is the app? Because Central owns, uh, allegedly, I know reporting the news makes people crazy, Central allegedly owns Ready. So they already have an app. Why right. not rejigger it for all of Central? I've always wondered True. why that's never happened. And what would that ha what would that mean anyways? I mean, but what it would mean is if if most of the loads are going through central and they have an app, you know, you could write dispatch, pick up, deliver, EBOL, start to integrate. My gosh. Wouldn't yeah, that yeah. become although you'd still have you'd still have businesses with contracts with their own technology. Anyways, take it away. I don't know. I don't know where well, to go with this. I, and I think we talked about this. I was watching Dispatching Live a couple of weeks ago, and I think when I ran the numbers, it was something like 85%, maybe upwards of 90% of loads were going through Central. Um, so when you kind of oh, yeah. break that out and you think if they did have something, I mean, assuming that it's on par and, you know, it's as good as, you know, the bet, you know, some of the other players in the market, I could see that being a potential solution because the majority of loads would have technology that they could use uh, but i don't know yeah well that's, that's do they really want the responsibility of that because they don't want to be the responsibility of only being a load board do they really want the responsibility of having an app that does that <laughs> it's, a, it's a significant undertaking um yeah i i, I I don't know their team very well. I mean, I saw that they're hiring quite a bit. Um, so it'll be, be interesting to see what they come up with and how many features that they actually build out to to be on par with some of the other driver so apps, think, apps out there. I think what they've got coming out is something different than an app situation. It's going to be more of a click and get the load kind of situation is what I think it's going to be like Super Dispatch with Instabook. It's going to be something like that. I think that's what's going to happen. We'll find out. <laughs> so I got some questions for you, David. The guys that you're talking to, are they one truck, one trailer, owner-operator guys? Uh, it's been a mix. It's been, I mean, I'd say in general, most of them are under four or five. So... Um, you know, single solo owner operators, owner operators with maybe one or two other trucks. All right. So as I'm listening to the story, I'm I'm thinking, okay, what? I mean, it's an important problem for sure, but at the same time, I'm the kind of old cranky guy that really doesn't care because this guy's just eating off of a load board. I mean, obviously, I I mean, it sounds mean, but this problem revolves around the guy who hasn't built a lane, who hasn't built a business, who doesn't have any relationships. Am I right or wrong about that? Um, 
I'd say I'd say it's true. I'd say there's a couple of additional things I would add to that. So I, there, there's a couple of milestones I think these guys would have to go through. And I'm sure you could speak to it more than I could. But, you know, you got to eat off the low boards first and then you build those relationships. Then you have a lane. So <clears throat> where those those gentlemen were in their in their you know journey, I'm, I think they were still very much on the low boards. Right. Now, I could agree with you, but I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you, because when you start a business, you should first know who your customer is. And is there a need for your service or product? Mm -hmm. So in my opinion, you've got a guy who bought a truck and a trailer and he bought it because when he drives down the highway to his job that he hates every day, he's like, there must be some money here. And then he talks to the guy at the fuel island with a couple cars on it. And that guy says, I'm making more money than I've ever made in my life. So he goes, he doesn't go talk to a dealership. He doesn't talk to an auction. He doesn't talk to a repo yard. He doesn't talk to ATI. He probably didn't want to even know what ATI is, right? So as, as we have this conversation, we're going to slide into, okay, so we're using the word apps, right? Okay, really, are we using the word app or are we using the word load board or marketplace? Because an app, to me, is just a way for me to keep track of what I picked up, where I picked it up, what it was, how far and how much I got paid for that. And I can do an electronic bill of lading. So when I pick up a car and I have my own customer base and I build a lane, I want to keep track of how many cars I moved this week and how much money I made. And that slides over to what last time you think when we originally met you, you're, you're built some kind of technology that helps the carrier know if he's making money or not. Right. So to me, should we call that a TMS or is that a driver app? What is that? Just to make sure I'm clear on your question, I, I, I think so when we're saying a driver app or um, the original problem about drivers providing information, I, I think Skip said it best. If you look at it as a communication problem, that's probably the best way to think about it. If I'm using multiple apps, it then becomes more difficult for me to communicate with the people who need the information that I can provide. And I think that's the, the simplest way to put it. All right, but that app, when you say even say the sentence again, because it's still vague. To me, it should say rather than app, it should say load board slash marketplace. I think they're both the same. So a marketplace um, does not particularly like they don't they're contracted labor. Right. So if I have a marketplace, I don't control the um, the movements of the people who are using the marketplace. I'm just hoping that they fulfill and meet the agreements that we set out. Same thing with a load board. I mean, it's it's kind of a, it's an, not an unofficial handshake, but it's it's saying, you know, I'm promising to fulfill this, but I'll do my best. And am I going to comply? I, I will do my best, I'll try, but you know, there's no real guarantees. And I think we're seeing that with, you know, some of the issues that were brought up earlier in the call. <clears throat> I guess, so, the, so to try to tie this back into, well, it's because of data. So is it really because of data or is it because I'm United Road and I have Holly and I have my own client base and you have to use mine so that way I know that you're dealing with my customer and nobody's going to steal my customer. And this is from the perspective of United? Any one of them. There's, I think we all rattled off about seven different load boards, which I think are the word that we're really trying to change here is app. So... If a driver's running around and he says, I have too many apps, I'm, I'm really trying to comprehend what too many apps is. Because mm -hmm. it, to me, you've got auto sled, you've got auto hauler exchange, you've got super dispatch, central dispatch, 
Holly. I mean, we can keep going. Sure. Carvana, right? And I, when I hear those, I hear as a carrier, that's where a carrier that doesn't understand I'm building a business, I'm going to go to these apps, which I think are load boards, and I'm going to dive into the dumpster. And good luck. And now I've got too many apps, which is really I have too many load boards. Am I wrong? No, you're 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 accurate. Yeah, that's a, a fair statement. I think where the incentives don't align. I'd love to know what Sue thinks about this. Is I mean, these guys they're just trying to go where the best loads are. That's it's not a loyalty, in my opinion, from what I've seen. I don't think there's a uh, a strong loyalty to a particular platform um, or a load board or brokerage at the beginning. Maybe that develops over time. Um, but to start, I mean, they're just looking for work. The challenge is if work is in multiple places and as each new broker or app or marketplace or load board comes into the market, there's more places to go find work. And so that's that's why it's, you know, they're, they're kind of two opposing forces right now that make it a, a really difficult challenge to to make the lives of the drivers easier and to you know get the have the end customer happy with you know i know where my vehicle is at, at all times i know it's when it's going to arrive and you know it's fairly predictable i think that's what we all want right it's just a more predictable supply chain yeah sounds good so we are uh we're now playing a game it's mostly me right now but uh listing Auto transport software in the live chat. Central dispatch, super dispatch, one dispatch, cars arrive, car shipio, Holly, Velocity. Let's keep going. We don't have to, but Magnus. I was just gonna say Magnus. Well, a lot of people would be like, "What's Magnus?" <laughs> Auto. Right, so if you get a, if you're getting a load off of one of these, I don't. Un this is what I don't understand. And I'm being honest, I, I really don't get it. So we'll play the game. We're going to list them all. And the driver is trying to survive, so he's going to go where the loads are. So he's going to go to this marketplace load board. He's going to snag a load. Now, how does he manage that load? So you mean as far as apps, or what do you mean? Maybe okay, Magnus. You said Magnus. So you got a carrier somewhere. Magnus, you happen to stumble on Magnus. You found something that looks good dollar-wise. That's what right. we're going for here is money, right? Right. So yep. you get a hold of Magnus. They say, yeah, the load's available. Yeah, it pays this much. Everything looks and sounds great. But you have to use our app. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? So they And I say, no, I've got Super Dispatch. They're going to okay. say, no, you have to use our app. <laughs> right. So what, what is, I mean, what is that app? Is it the same thing as Central or Super Dispatch? Is no. it a TMS? It's a totally what different is app. Probably not, yeah. So it's just sim similar to Super Dispatch. It's going to be like an EBOL system, but usually Magnus also tracks you. I mean, don't get me wrong, Super Dispatch, you can track your drivers too. Um, but like Magnus is what, um, United Road uses. So all over their stuff, You uh, first off, you have to get signed up with that company to even get to where you can take a load. And you have to have the right qualifications to even take that load. Um, and then once you get signed up, they give you the Magnus app information, which is your username and the password. 
and then each driver gets their own, depending on if they have an iPhone or a you know Android. Then they're supposed to use that. That's why I always make them use if they use if they want to use that they use that and they also use Super Dispatch. Most of my guys will only use Super Dispatch. Okay, did you find the load on Magnus or Holly? Well, Holly is Magnus, <laughs> so Holly's app is called Magnus. They they just changed. It used to be something different. And then also Magnus is also used by a couple other places like um, I want to say Proficient or somebody like that. Yeah, I I know Ty. <laughs> I know. Yes. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, a couple of the bigger carriers it's, use Magnus. Yes. Yeah. And what I was just ACI uses Cars Arrive app too. They do. Which is weird. Okay. <laughs> yes. They do, do they have their? Does ACI have their own technology? No, uh, they have their own technology. I don't know if they have their own actual app. I just know that some loads, when you call to get them, they say you have to use the Cars Arrive app. We will send you over the username and password for it, and. It's usually CarMax loads so, with you, but I, it just without getting stay, I'm trying to pull us out of the weeds. So, what do drivers do? Given all this, do they just have to memorize who uses what? How do drivers well, manage typically, this? Typically, they didn't have like us. Yeah, usually I have to remind them and say, "Hey, don't forget to use this app," um, or I'm sending you the qualifications for it. This is what you need to go do, or they're sending you the app information so to make sure to use it. That's usually how it goes down. Candy says, navigating through all of these is more than an art. A dispatcher or admin yeah. behind a desk can master this, but loading, driving, and being sane as a driver explains why drivers spaz out. That's a really interesting comment. Yeah, she's right. Absolutely. Um, Victory Lap's talking about one of the software companies. Skip is adding interesting uh, perspective. Skip says, grease pencil on the windshield listing the app. <laughs> That's a great idea, man. <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I think we covered. Is there anything else we want to add to this conversation? For the, I mean, it's it's good. It's an ongoing conversation. This is an ongoing moment in time. But at some point, it'll be right. over. So, is there anything to add before it ends? Well, let's get let David have the last word. David, what's the solution? I don't know. I'm not convinced that everything is going to end up on one load board. I think maybe over the course of five years, it consolidates down to a few few winners, five to ten. Um, but right now, it's hard to say. And I also don't know, you know, how the technology technological platforms and brokerages feel about creating more collaborative tools so that it's more compatible uh, and easier to work across apps. So I. I think, you know, for me, I'd be very curious to know how how software companies uh, and brokerages feel about, you know, exchanging data in, in ways that are, you know, creating less friction uh, when getting loads moved. I think that's the biggest thing for me. One last question. Sorry. This, uh, is it, okay, so will you stick with this Magnus for a second? And you got to download the app and you got to use the app. Okay, is there any cost associated with that other than time? No, for just time. The, for the driver? Okay. Yeah. yeah, so the driver, so when somebody says you have to use the app, whoever's telling you to use the app's not getting any of your actual money. Right. No, it's okay. just their app. That's right. You go to the Play Store, you download it. The customer doesn't know any of this. No, 
No, they have no idea. In fact, and if they heard it, how a transport they works. think that, you know, people were just fighting back in the, I mean, right? Well, what would a customer say? If a driver shows up and says, oh my God, oh, I got your car. I got to use the Super Dispatch app and the Ready Auto app and the cars. The customer would be like, what are you talking about? Yep. <laughs> It'd be like the Amazon driver delivers your package and he kicks it in the yard and you're like, what's the problem? It's like, oh, I got to use the Amazon app and the Uber app and I'll be like, what are you talking about? Why'd you kick my package? All we worry about is getting our package. Yeah. I don't, I don't, stop talking and get me my package. Yep. That's what the customer would say. That was a good conversation. Thanks. Thanks, David. Good to see you again. Appreciate it. Good to see you, Ty. Awesome All right. stuff. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll let you go, and we'll finish up the show. Um, really do appreciate it. And uh, keep us posted, David. I mean, let us know, Thanks, you know. I don't Bye, know. Ty. Bye, David. You know, we saw your post on LinkedIn, and that's kind of what started this. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm definitely going to keep digging. Uh, as I learn more, I'll definitely come back and share uh, my learnings with you and anyone else who's interested. So, appreciate you having me on, Jay. And I want to say this. Well, that's right. You... I don't remember how, how did we meet? About a year ago, year and a half ago? Yes, I was working on Loadwise. I think it was last. Did you last... email me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you emailed yeah. me, and that, and, and my, uh, here's what I wanted to, I just wanted to stop and give context that you emailed me, and now you're here. We've talked several times, and I, I find your input valuable. I find your work, uh, you are really trying to solve something. In fact, have you pivoted now in what you're trying to solve? Meaning like, are you trying to solve the same problem you were a year and a half ago? No, not at all. Not exactly. At all. Yeah, last, we all pivot. Yeah, last right? year. Yeah, we're all pivoting because sure. it's yeah. hard to figure out what problem we need to solve first. It's a complex ecosystem. Whoa, and uh, trying to find the, the area I can add the most value is, is exactly. been, it's been tricky, but I think I'm on the right path. So I think you are too. So keep us posted and let us know what's next. And then we'll bring you back for another time. Because this is great. I love we'll having do. you on. We'll do. I appreciate you, Jay. Okay. Thanks, David. Right on. Thanks, JJ. Thanks, Take Steve. care. All right. There's David. Yeah. Um, I thought that was an amazing segment, actually. You know, he just said something really funny. What did he say? Well, it wasn't funny, but I think it's funny. He said a complex ecosystem. I think it's a complex ego system. Oh, whoa. Because whoa, it's all whoa, about Baker Broker's ego. Whoa. <laughs> well, and, but I'll tell you what. What's interesting is, while it might seem like ego, it is a very complex data system. It's all about the data. <laughs> so it looks like ego, but it's really data, and which is money, which is why... This is why I I, th I I love when the word capitalism gets used and it wasn't me right. that said it. See, I talk about <laughs> capitalism. I, I, I guarantee somebody thinks I'm a commie because I talk about capitalism like it's not the end all be all. OK, it's just like, you know, yeah. right. Like every country has its religion and it's the end all be all. I mean, you can't right. you can't even make cartoons about Islam in Europe, you will get firebombed. That's not a joke. Because it's the end-all, be-all. And in, in America, capitalism's the end-all, be-all. And if you say otherwise, you are, you know, out of here. 
But it's isn't it capitalism that's helping cause this problem? Because if we say ecosystem, oh, yeah. data system, it's really all about money. Right. And Absolutely. as long as money drives the market, this problem really isn't, I mean, it's, you're just going to get gonna be... bullied into using whatever app the people I making the most money are going to. Now, we're going to still be talking about the same thing. I think we are, and too. And maybe more. Actually, that's I don't why. Think what, ever decide to that's why say, saying that will actually, see, it's actually a bit of a, it's a bit of a joke. Because um, <laughs> I'm framing the joke as if this will end. Which it won't. Right. <laughs> no. That's what makes it such a good one. Um, let's see here. I wanted to say, uh, again, getting back to the pre-dispatch note craziness, we're going we're gonna to be learning more um, with the Repo Gang. And in fact, I made a clip today. It just occurred to me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the... Uh, I made a joke live. Where's the, where is everybody? I made a joke live about repo lingo. All right, repo lingo. You know what Duolingo is, right? Right. Okay, Duolingo is an app where you can learn Spanish or another language for just five minutes a day. Repo lingo would be an app where car haulers can learn about repo in just five minutes a day. <laughs> now, I know that's ridiculous. It's terrible. It's awful, Jay. I can't believe you'd even say that. Um, but I did say it Tuesday Night Live. I went ahead and made this YouTube short about it. I shared the link to my YouTube short. And the reason I did this is, you know what's going to happen? Somebody's going to go, oh, yeah, we're totally going to make repo lingo. That's going to happen. And they're going to do it without me. Because... That's the way things are. This is how capitalism works. Whoever can make the most amount, the biggest amount of money fastest on their own does it. That's how capitalism works. Yeah. Um, but I do believe in repo lingo because, as I was saying about port, port lingo would be another one, is that how do you learn about all of the things of how to deliver and pick up and deliver at the port? The answer is, by sitting at the port, losing your mind. No other way do you learn. Only while sitting there going crazy. It's the same thing with repossession. The only way auto transporters really learn about repo is by sitting at the repo lot going crazy. Is that necessary? Yeah. No. No. So we need, can we get some repo lingo and some port lingo? And I mean, can we get this? It should be on ATI. Now I'm, I'm not a total pest. I know Portlingo. I'm not a. I'm not an absolute pessimist that this won't happen on ATI. But what I am saying is that it should happen here. And given how fragmented this industry and ecosystem is, this ego system, it's not likely. Uh, but it should It'd be great. So we're here to help. Repo lingo, port lingo, whatever your lingo dispatching lingo let us know man send me an email autotransportintel at gmail.com i'll close out the news let's see here what do we got oh there it is send in the email podcast ati call or text tie oh and here's skip skip 
Thank you, Skip, for being in the live chat. Thanks, everybody, for being in the live chat. Really good live chat today. My gosh. Yeah. Railhead yeah. lingo. You see what's happening? Why doesn't this stuff exist already? And as I framed it Tuesday night, we I get it. You know what? I totally get it. I'm, I, I do it, too. I got my phone, right? I got my phone, and I got a minute to kill. Maybe I'm waiting for a Zoom meeting to start. What do I do? I start looking for bad news. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Is it easy to find terrible news, nationwide, global death? Or, holy crap, I could spend five minutes learning something. No. God, no. <laughs> but I could. What if I did? And what if some of this lingo was in the 4,000 apps I've already got? <laughs> Um, also, uh, Skip Kevin, I'll talk about real time, real time tracking compliance. We're going to do a show and talk about, here's another one. Nobody wants to talk about. I know we kind of, we itched it. We, we touched it earlier. See cat videos. How about cat videos teaching about repo lots? <laughs> um, just as the customer doesn't care how many apps you've got, they also want to know where the car is during its journey. And nobody can understand why this is such a problem. The dealers, the fleet managers, the auctions, the, the consumer, everybody wants to know where the car is. And they all know about tracking technology. You've got, dude, you delivered in an app. You mean you don't have GPS in your app? Seriously, nobody understands. Um, and we understand that you don't want to be highly monitored. I believe in business hours tracking or whatever it is. I don't know. I don't even work here, but I'm saying it's a thing, and Skip is pointing it out, and Skip's going to be back on the show. We're going to talk about it. I think Marco from uh, Ship Your Car Now, uh, SYC on Auto Logistics is going to be on that, too. It's Car Shipping Business Channel. My name is Jake. We're doing what? It's 126. Sue, what, uh, what did we miss? Other than everything. I think we covered everything. We got I it? Thought, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Um, repo cat trademarked by ATI. Wow, thanks, Skip. <laughs> That's really nice. I really appreciate that. Um, all right, well, then, uh, should we do it? Should we wrap it up? Yeah, okay, let's, let's wrap, wrap this up. baby up. Office, what do we say? What do we say, office? Goodbye, Sue. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you, David. Goodbye, Thank guys. you, Ty. Thanks for everybody in the live chat. Thank you, Sue and Dispatch Office. We appreciate you guys. Everybody have a good one, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, everybody. All right, see you. Bye. <laughs>